Our gospel reading is from John chapter 1. John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and declared, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but I came baptizing with water for this reason, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John testified, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not, did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I myself have seen and have testified that this is the Son of God. The next day, John again was standing with two of his disciples, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look, here is the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. On one of the, one of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated anointed. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. Please be seated. Good morning. And may the force be with you. And also with you. <laughs> For as long as I can remember, I wanted to be a Jedi. You know the Jedi from Star Wars. The Jedi are a noble order of protectors and guardians of peace and justice, unified by their ability to tap into the power of the force and use it for good. And not for nothing, they get to carry around pretty cool lightsabers too. Star Wars made its debut in 1977, and the latest and the last of the Skywalker series was released at the end of 2019. And so Star Wars has bracketed almost my entire life. For all these years, the stories, the characters, and their adventures have captivated my imagination. I was reminded watching the latest movie, The Rise of Skywalker, in December, which of course I watched twice in the theater, that Star Wars is fundamentally a story about identity. Identity. When we meet the central character, Luke Skywalker, he lives on the desert planet of Tatooine, raised by his aunt and uncle, and he's always longing for something more. Similarly, in the most recent movies, the main character, Ray is from another desert planted plant, even more forsaken, called Jakku. She's an orphan and a scavenger with no family at all. She doesn't even have a last name. And then each go on to find, as the story goes, their destiny. They must figure out, with the help of friends and mentors and by the challenges of their enemies, who they are, who they're meant to be, and what they are supposed to do. As a kid growing up in the Baltimore suburbs who owned a toy land speeder and countless action figures and assembled a model Millennium Falcon and seen the movie way, way too many times, 
Star Wars made you believe that you were something more than appeared on the surface, that there was something unique and special about you, that you had a special purpose and destiny. And I think of all this because of our readings for today and also because I've been having lots of conversations lately about identity, with people asking that fundamental question, who am I? Or, who am I now? Whether it's young adults stepping out on their own and finding their callings and career, or new parents whose lives have been turned upside down as their baby becomes the center of their universe and they become defined for years upon years as so-and-so's mom or dad. I've talked with people who are struggling with retirement and who they are now that they are no longer defined by their job or career. People who have lost a parent and now carry the responsibilities of their family. Or someone who has lost a spouse with whom they were so synonymous that their two names were like one name together when people said it. I think of conversations I've had with people who have experienced a loss or diminishment of ability and can't do what they once did. And all of these life changes beg the question, Who am I now? As Dottie Long likes to say, life is a process of redefining yourself. And much of life is asking and answering the question over and over again, Who am I? And the readings for today are about that very same thing. They're about identity. When Jesus calls the disciples, he renames Simon to Peter, which means rock. And Peter becomes the rock on which Jesus builds the church. And it's common in the Bible that naming, like Jesus or John the Baptist, or renaming, like Abram to Abraham, Sarai to Sarah, Saul to Paul, is a symbol of one's belonging and one's destiny. Isaiah speaks of this himself as he reflects on his own call. He says, The Lord called me before I was born. While I was in my mother's womb, he named me. He made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He made me a polished arrow in his quiver. He hid me away. And he said to me, you are my servant in whom I will be glorified. And it's too light a thing that you should just be the servant to the tribes of Jacob and the survivors of Israel. No, I will give you as a light to the nations that my salvation shall reach to the ends of the earth. In short, he says, God knew and loved me before I was born. God gave me gifts and called me to use those gifts for a purpose. Who am I? Christians have a particular way of answering that question. It's a question that we don't ask or answer in a vacuum, but together. And first, as we see in the call of the disciples, it is a response to who we say that Jesus is in our lives. Look, there goes the Lamb of God, John says. Our core identity is set by Jesus' own belovedness, his love, his forgiveness, his justice, mercy, and humility. We are Jesus' chosen, beloved of God. And second, we answer that question as part of a community that gathers around Jesus. Our identity is discovered and affirmed in community in the spirit of Ubuntu. I am because we are. Um, This took on a new 
profound poignancy for me this week um, as I received the news that my childhood pastor, Art Share, had died and passed into eternal life. And I've been thinking a lot about that and about him. Uh, Art was a wonderful and much-loved pastor, and as, I, as a kid, I can remember I liked his children time so much, uh, and I just enjoyed him. Uh, and it reminded me of that Maya Angelou quote, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And Art made us feel good and special. Um, over the years, um, after confirmation, after which I really didn't want to go to church anymore. So here I am. Uh, so he did a good job. But uh, over the years, my mom would give me updates about Art and his wife, Linda. And then several years ago, I became Facebook friends with Art. And he was such an encouragement in my ministry and writing. And um, a few years ago, he arranged for me to come and speak at a conference of the Missouri Synod Southeastern District, um, where he had been the president. And so I flew down to Virginia, and I got to visit with Art and his wife, Linda, for the first time since I was a kid, for the first time in 30 years. And um, Tad's going to pop this picture up for us. That's them on the left, Art and Linda share. And before I spoke to this entire conference of uh, pastors and ministry leaders, Art was the one that introduced me. Uh, And before I left to fly home on the right, Art there on the top left corner and a lot of other people laid hands on me, and sent me home with a blessing. And this week, Art blessed me again as his wife Linda asked me to be one of the pallbearers at his funeral, which will happen in my childhood church of Holy Nativity tomorrow, saying, Art loved you very much and so appreciated the ministries you are involved in. We know he thought the world of you. I am who I am in part because of Pastor Art Share, and I am part of a long line of pastors, past, present, and future, who have tried to share a message of hope and liberation, to embody God's compassion, and to use the force for good. And come to think of it, they all wear robes, so maybe it turns out that I got my wish to be a Jedi anyway. As Christians, together... We are all part of a long line of believers that started way back with the shepherds who came to the manger and the wise men soon after them, the disciples who are called in our gospel today, who drew on the ancient understandings and the Hebrew scriptures. We are part of an ancient line which teaches us eternal truths and follows ancient practices and seeks to live in a way that blesses others. We are all the faithful who have come before us. Who am I? The answer to that question is different for everybody, and it changes over the course of our lives. However, there are some things and some answers to that question that never change. I am loved. I am made in the image of God. I am of exceeding value value to the creator of the universe. I am not and I am never alone, even when it feels like I am. I am part of a community that is local and global and ancient. I have been given unique gifts, and I am called to do something meaningful and holy with this one wild and precious life. 
I am destined for a purpose. I am loved. No matter our age and circumstance, our destiny is always evolving, and often it is a mystery. When we ask, who am I? And it is as good a question as any to take into prayer. Jesus responds to us as he says today to his disciples, come, come and see. Amen.